So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this episode is going to be about the little book of Stoicism, the 2020 version. But yeah, there's going to be more after the intro, as always. It's actually pretty amazing going through this one once again, because I've seen that a lot of people are interested in it. And I've just had a look at the previous video, or the quote-unquote old video, the 2019 version. And it is like completely different. It's like, <laughs> it is still somehow funny, kinda, for me at least, uh, to, to just having a look at it. But still, I think I can do a better job right now. And I'm willing to do a better job right now, because I have seen that some people are interested in it. But... Before we even go through the summary, there is three things that I'm willing to talk about. The first thing is, if you're willing to listen to this as it would be a podcast, because it actually is a podcast, then please go down into the description and the first link is going to be to the podcast. You can listen to it on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, on wherever you might be. The podcast is also going to be there, at least I hope. The second one is notes. You're going to see that I'm having some highlights and these highlights are going to be down in a note PDF and you can download the PDF and basically just read the PDF. So it's basically like the most important things that I found are important down in the PDF and it is for free and you can download it and there's also no virus shit. So yeah, the third one is add music. If you're willing to have some background music, whether you are on a podcast or on the YouTube video, please check out the third link. There is different tracks, you can choose between a few of them and it would make actually the experience way better. But if I'm doing it by myself, I would actually handicap my post-production capabilities, like it's a little bit fucked up if I'm having some background music and whatnot. But yeah, let's see. As you can see on the left side, there is a summary, you know, it is actually the exact same summary as we have gone through in 2019, but I'm willing to add a few more things besides the things that I'm gonna add, but I'm also willing to talk about some other quote-unquote summaries or reviews more or less, and also about Jonas Salzgeber himself, just uh, a few just introduction points, I would say. So the little book of Stoicism. Timeless wisdom to gain resilience, confidence and calmness. As they say by Jonas Salzgeber and also Niels Salzgeber, who is the editor some sort. I'm not quite sure if they have written it together because they are actually brothers and they are actually having uh, a blog and whatnot, but we're going to talk about that. But yeah, how long are you going to wait before you demand the best for yourself? As Epictetus said, which is a Stoic philosopher. And yeah, it's actually a pretty famous Stoic philosopher. I think it is one of the three main philosophers, as far as I know at least. But yeah, it was actually rated 4.26 out of 5, which is fairly high if we are just having a look at the amount of ratings there, which is 632 and 88 reviews, which is quite interesting. And I think it is indeed a pretty good book because a lot of people have been talking about it as a good book. So I also assume that it is one. While traditional schooling doesn't address such questions, is exactly what ancient schools of philosophy were all about. They taught how to live, basically. Which is something that's actually quite interesting, that school isn't really teaching us how to live, which is also something quote-unquote obvious, some sort of, because everyone's gonna live his and or her life in a different way, which is something amazing, you know, because you like this, I like that, and he likes whatever, you know, and therefore it's, it's also quite understandable, even though it is like, why does stoicism then have the, the power and also the ability to actually do that? I know, but yeah, they taught you how to live. Even though these schools don't exist anymore and you and I, most people are in as much need of a philosophy that guides us through life as we ever were. This compelling, highly actionable guide shows us or shows you how to deal with more effective 
how to deal more effectively with whatever life throws at you and live it up to your best self. A mix of timeless wisdom and empowering advice. The little book of stoicism will appoint the way to anyone seeking a calm and wise life in a chaotic world. world. And yeah, it is indeed a pretty chaotic world that we are living in, um, which is not necessarily something negative, you know, really, really not, because it can also be something pretty positive, you know, it's not gonna get boring, you know, it's also not gonna be boring just because it is so chaotic. So these two are Niels and Jonas Salzgeber, and they are having the njlifehacks.com blog or site, so they're having books, as you can see up there, and they're having resources and articles and home, uh, but yeah. Hi, we are Niels and Jonas Salzgeber, two online entrepreneurs who travel the world in pursuit of self-mastery. You can refer to us as the NJ Brothers. And as you can see, just on the picture on the left side is Niels and on the right side is Jonas. And I think as far as I know, they are from Switzerland, if I'm not quite wrong. But I'm not sure, like, please take it with a grain of salt because I don't know. I actually don't know. We are the founders of nglifex.com, a popular personal development website with over 50,000 monthly visitors. We are also international authors who have sold over 20,000 copies worldwide. Our latest book is The Little Book of Stoicism, which has been called the most practical and beginner-friendly book on Stoic philosophy on the market. The goal with NJ Life Hacks is to help ambitious people like you become better versions of themselves, more productive, disciplined, resilient, and working harder, mindful, charismatic ETC, through ancient wisdom and modern science. Yes, the N stands for Niels and the J stands for Jonas, <laughs> as you might have been thinking about all ready. The blog, it's not that important. The books, the little book of stoicism, of course, the happy life formula and stop procrastinating. These are the three books that they have published and also sold. And there's also some random stuff, which is actually something that I'm willing to go through now. We have two more brothers making it a total of four which is quite something, you know, imagining the parents. We live in Egypt for six months during the 2017 and 2018 Northern Hemisphere winter. Most of uh, that time was spending working on our respective books, though there was plenty of time for snorkeling, diving, swimming, uh, laying on a beach, camel riding, quad biking, racing in the desert and other fun stuff. We've easily spent over 5,000, and now just let's think about that, $5,000 on books since starting the blog. Yep, we're massively nerds and big believers in reading as part of any personal growth strategy. You found one of our books here. We love biohacking, so you'll often find us gulping down copious amounts of smart drugs, vitamins, minerals, totally legally, of course, <laughs> pharmaceuticals and other enhancing pills. We also wear dorky eyeglasses, take cold showers, practice Wim Hof breathing exercises and sleep on earthing mats. Well, <laughs> indeed, quite some of these things I'm also doing. Not the illegal shit, but like taking cold showers, which is an amazing thing. Amazing thing, amazingly good thing, uh, really good <laughs> or something, I don't know. And also, I've also tried out Wim Hof's breathing exercises, but I can't stick with it. Like it is one of the things, one of the just two things uh, in my life that I'm not really willing to, to just stick with because it's extremely difficult. Like it's not comparable to just regular meditation, whatnot. It's something completely different, completely just way more exhaustive, I would say, but I'm not quite sure about that, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's actually go through the summary because this is why you are here. The little, book of, the little book of Stoicism summary and review, the bullet summary. And as you there can see, there are the highlights. And these highlights are gonna be down in this PDF so that you're actually having a summary of the summary basically and the most important points there as I've thought about them. Stoicism is a practical philosophy on how to live well. The modern positive philosophy is basically confirming and repeating what the old, old Stoics 
plight thousands of years ago. Which is amazing, you know, if you're thinking about it, they have done the exact same fucking thing thousands, actually 2000 years ago. Hmm, pretty strange that we haven't been able to develop any better thing, you know, actually kind of sad to be honest. We are responsible and capable of controlling our happiness despite what happens around us. Which is quite one of the main points there. Um, they say that in generally we are also also and always having the ability to just judge the situations, you know, because there's a situation, but the situation itself doesn't make, doesn't make us feel bad or sad or happy or whatever. It is our response most often. It is our response to the situation, you know, that is making the situation as something, you know, if it just, I don't know, if it is raining, you could be like, wow, it is raining. It's cool. I like that. I can just sit at home without feeling bad because of it and whatnot, you know what I mean. And or if it is raining, you could also be like, well, everything is so shitty, I hate my life and all those things. You could be like this and you could be like that, you know, and we choose. And this is the point. We always choose what we are doing. We always choose whether we are happy about it, whether we are just not happy about it, whatever it might be, we fucking choose, which is a really incredibly big point in Stoicism. Stoicism was one of the best schools when it came to groundbreaking ideas on self-empowerment. And Salzgeber sets to the sets to explain to, to his readers in simple words, plain English and with practical examples what Stoicism is all about. Stoicism and overview. Stoicism is a practical philosophy on how to improve your characters, control your mental or our mental states despite the external circumstances and overall live a good life. So much was Stoicism a practical philosophy that Stoics saw themselves as warriors of the mind. What really mattered for Stoics was how well you could apply the principles to make a real difference in your character and in the quality of your life. It started with Viktor Frankl, which is by the way something that I did know, the author of Man's Search for Meaning and who is actually a survivor of a concentration camp or Konzentrationslager, as it is actually the original word, which is just insane. The book is insane. I've been listening to it. And it is insane. It is insane what they had to be doing. It is insane how, how feared they were in these concentration camps, which is, of course, something that we can understand and something that just makes sense. If you're just gonna die every single second, potentially, of course, you're not gonna be in the best mood. But still, he found a way to get through it and still be quite optimistic, even though it's been like just completely difficult and completely hard and completely fucked up and shitty. And, but he's just found a way to deal with it, basically. Really, really deal with it. But, and got more impetus thanks to popular recent authors such as Ryan Holiday, author of The Obstacle is the Way. But there's many more people, as for example, Tim Ferriss is also a stoic or just is also practicing some stoic things. And I think also a lot of, and a ton of other people are doing that because it is indeed a, a pretty important philosophy and also pretty, pretty um, famous one nowadays, like the modern stoicism. But yeah, positive psychology or psychology by accident or by influencing is also helping to spread or helping the spread of stoicism by confirming with recent studies what stoics have been saying and practicing millennia ago. Salzgeber says a good start on positive psychology is The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker, which I think we've also gone through on a podcast, but I'm not quite sure about that, you know? The Stoic Happiness Triangle. At the center of the triangle is eudaimonia, which is the ultimate goal of the philosophy, a thriving life, you know, which uh, kind of makes sense. A happy life, a good life, a life that you're enjoying, a life of quality. The three angles, is it angles? I think it is angles, isn't it? Angles of the triangle partially reinterpreted with my words for brevity are, or brevity, brevity, whatever. What does it mean? What does brevity mean? Conscious, cons, conscious, con, economy of language. Well, uh, never mind, I guess. <laughs> a read or a read, it is 
A-R-E-T-E, strive to always express your highest self. Select a focus, focus on what you can control and take the rest as it comes. It is an important point, but we're going to go through that or we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Take responsibility for your mental state. You are responsible for how you feel. Whatever happens around you cannot impact you negatively unless you allow it. Which is just an amazing point and just a pretty big point as well. Jonas calls Tower of Strength the decision of not giving outside events power over you and I could not agree more. As a former mentor of mine once told me, it is a mountain without a peak such such as it such such as it's a life endeavor. You get better and better, yet never really reach a finish line. Your stoic pursuit is a never-ending journey, but that is also the beauty of it. Since it is such a sweet journey, walking the path is a reward itself, or in itself, actually. And I do have to say, like, yes. But the thing is, let's just talk about this as, in terms of work, actually. Is your work also letting you feel this way? You know, whatever you might be doing, whatever you might be doing as work, is it also letting you feel it like this, you know? Do you also feel like such an it's such an amazing way and I do not even care about my paycheck and whatnot just because it is such an amazing job and I like it? Are you thinking about it as well like that or something? I don't English. <laughs> do you think about it in the exact same way? And I think it is an incredibly important question to ask oneself because most often it's going to be like, no, not really. But it is something pretty fucking sad because... It should be. It really should. At least I think it should, you know, because we're spending so much time working. It should actually indeed be something that we want to do, that we like to be doing, and that we're enjoying and looking forward to doing. Eight day, eight, eight hours a day, maybe even seven days a week. You know, it depends on your situation, where you're living, and just different factors. But of course, it is quite a lot of time. I think it is even a third of our life that we're spending on work. So it should definitely be something that we like. Or we at least just, yeah, like. I think at least liking it. You know, we do not even have to love it. It is actually, I think we should, but I think liking it is just a a good step to that. You must only do your best. This is one of my favorite concepts and there are many great concepts. Salzgeber says that you will never be perfect in all you do and that is okay and it is completely okay because we will never be perfect at anything and we shouldn't even because I am meant to do something and you're meant to do something else. You know, I'm good at something and you might be also good at that thing, but I might be good at something else which you're not good at and you might be good at something which I'm not good at. Like there's so many things that that I'm not good at and there's also so many things that you're not good at and we shouldn't be good at anything. We all have certain talents. Sometimes you won't even know what's the best thing to do, let alone be perfect at it. And that is also okay. Your goal is not perfection. Your goal is only to act with your best intentions and do your best, given the constraints of your current knowledge and circumstances. Just your best. No less and no more. Do it for your values and not for an external price. Chances are that we will also reap more life benefits when we strive to do it best or to do out best or our best, I think. But we should never do it for the benefits alone, which, if they happen, are only the cherry on the top of the pie. This is also this also ties back on forcing, focusing on what you can control. The reward is not under your control, it is your actions that are. How to become a stoic. He lists 55 different practices and we are just, I found another summary, which is also pretty amazing, which is gonna be entirely in the PDF so that you're actually having everything in one PDF and you do not even have to go through just websites and whatnot. The links to the articles are still gonna be down in the description and also in the show notes. So if you wanna just explicitly go through an article, the link is also gonna be in the PDF, by the way, but just feel free to just do whatever. He lists 55 different practices to get you well on your way to making you a happier, healthier and stronger human being. They are all great and here I pick a few I particularly liked. The first one is the art of acquiescence. 
accept and love whatever happens. I'm not quite sure about love, but I think it is it is always the case that we choose how to respond to things. In terms of like, when something bad is happening, as I've been just actually talking about before, when something bad is happening, it is only bad just because we are viewing it as something bad. Not the situation itself is bad, but if it is something bad for us, in terms of like we think about it as a bad thing, then it is going to be bad. So let's just think about things as something good. Let's try to see the good in things. Let's try to see the positive in things. And let's try to see good in every bad situation. Because there is always something. You know, as well as there is always something bad in every good situation if we are focusing on it and if we are looking for it. You know, whatever we are focusing on is what we are getting, basically. And it also makes sense. If I'm focusing on a fucking whatever it is called back in my room there, then I'm only going to see that. I'm not going to be able to see anything else just because I'm focusing on it. Like, there is no way I'm going to see something else. Just really practical, in a physical way. You can't change anything. Yeah, maybe you can change quite a few things, but you maybe can also accept a few of them and move on, yes? At least that, I think, at least accepting whatever is happening, at least that. And especially for those things you can hardly change, the art of acquiescence will definitely help improve your life. I try to accept everything as I, as if I had chosen it. Also because we kind of often choose it, subconsciously, you know, not really consciously, not really like, okay, we are just actively doing that, but it is like, yeah, I think it is a good one. And there's actually the video, and I know in the original video that I've just been making on the uh, Little Book of Stoicism, I've also been like, okay, please check it out. And so, yeah, please check out The Story of the Chinese Farmer by Alan Watts. It is a YouTube video. Maybe it's good. I don't know. Win at what matters. So what really matters for, you, for us and spending our time wisely? This is a message similar to the one thing and essentialism, both examples of Stoic philosophy finding its way into new texts. And I would say yes. Of course, we can focus our time and also our energy on some stupid fucking things. We can, if we choose to. And if we are not, if we are not careful about how we're spending our time, I would say. Um, so just figure out what is important to you. To you, you know, I'm not talking about what is important for your family or for your friends or whom, whomever. I'm talking about what is important for you or to you. Think about that. Equanimity game. The equanimity game consists in catching your mind going into a negative or unpredictive state unproductive states and see how quickly you can get back to a healthier and happier or more productive state. The equanimity game is like training for your mind and the result is stronger mind and a happier life. Here the author quotes Brian Johnson, a guy whom I also love and listened in my and listed in my best book summaries websites. The equanimity game. I'm maybe gonna look that up afterwards because I don't know what it actually is. <laughs> Take action. Really, really, really take action. You know, there's taking action is the variable. It is not about reading books, even though it is something good. It's not about reading or listening to somebody or watching some YouTube videos. It is not about that. It is about doing something. If you're not doing something, there's never ever going to happen anything. In the end, in the really end, you know, it is what it is. I'm not just doing that. You know, it's not what I say. It is how it is. The real life applications. Enjoy things in life without becoming materialistic. Salzgeber says that stoicism is about enjoying the beautiful things that life has to offer without clinging to them. And I love that. And it is definitely a big part of stoicism as well. This idea of loving and enjoying life, including mater material aspects of it, but without descending into a hedonic, hedonistic treadmill of consumerism is a concept I told Dia. And I would say as well, like, it makes sense. If you're not really bound to anything materialistic, you're always going to be in a good mood and you're always going to be happy because you're having you and yourself, you know? It's going to be you, the people around you, the things that you're thinking about, maybe the things that you're working about, your purpose. 
your pursuit of being a good person. This might be then something that's gonna make your life livable or just enjoyable or amazing. Dealing happiness from external circumstances. A crucial tenet of stoicism is that of not allowing external circumstances of detecting our moods, happiness and mental states. A real power of strength as the author puts it. It indeed is. You know, just having your happiness linked to somebody else, especially as well, is not always going to be that good. You know, especially if this person is not there any longer. But if it is linked to yourself, something that you're doing, your purpose again and those things, then you're having the ability to always be happy quite or to make yourself happy at least, and all those things. Like, it is a good thing if you're thinking about it, and if you just kind of keep that in mind, it just really makes sense. The problem is that we are kind of, quote-unquote, often forgetting about it, I guess, you know, because life is distracting sometimes. Everything's training. I love the idea of looking at life as a big training. It helps develop a growth mindset, lowers the pressure, improves your performance, and finally, it increases your ability to learn from your mistakes. Yes. I'm making mistakes quite every single day, I guess, by uploading a video that's that's not gonna catch on. I've been uploading more than 600 videos right now, and The Little Book of Stoicism is actually one of the best videos that I've ever recorded. I don't know, which is also one of the reasons why I'm willing to make just a better version of it, I guess, because I'm not quite sure if it is, like, as good as I can make it, I guess, and I've developed, I guess. So, so yeah. And here are some quotes, some, some Stoic quotes. Zeno, founder of Stoicism, is, out, is our friend. But truth is an even greater friend. Just as there is no use in medical study unless it leads to the health of the human body, so there is no use to philosoph philosophical doctrine unless it leads to the virtue of the human soul. This wise man looks to the purpose of all actions, not their consequences. Beginnings are in our power by fortune judges the outcome, and I do not grant her a verdict upon me. How long are you going to wait before you demand the best of yourself? The idea of stoicism is finding its way back into the lives of ordinary people like you and me. No offense. <laughs> and the last one is, you don't need more and more stuff. You need less and you'll be freer because you're not bound to anything then. And there's going to be some cons and there's going to be some pros, but they are highly subjective and therefore I'm not going to go through them. But, 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 I'm having, is there something else in the end? I'm not quite sure about that. Review... No, there's nothing. By the way, also just because I'm seeing it, Meditations is a pretty, pretty good one by Marcus Aurelius. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of amazing quotes there and a lot of amazing things there because Marcus Aurelius is also a Stoic, one of the most famous ones, probably. And I actually do want to share my favorite before we go through this uh, little summary of it or this little review of it. And also this one, which is just amazing, by the way. So this is my favorite quote. Um, that I've actually ever found in my life. A man who suffers before it is necessary suffers more than is necessary. From Lucius Annius Seneca, um, who is also a pretty, 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 pretty huge name in Stoicism, but it is an amazing quote. A man who suffers before it is necessary suffers more than is necessary. It is a really amazing one. But as I've said, there's also another one. This is also going to be linked down and there's also... Uh, I'm not able to just highlight anything there. Unfortunately, I don't know why, uh, but I've highlighted something of this one. Yeah, there it is. But not the whole... Yeah, I have. It is a really good one. This is like just a complete book, just summarized and whatnot with every chapter. And it's going to be in the PDF. I don't know if I'm actually allowed to do that. Actually, let's go through why I read this. If this book is your first introduction to Stoicism, then you should avoid it. It is better to read A Guide to the Good Life, The Asian Art of Stoic Choi. This book of... 
this book as of now has poor editing efforts. It is filled with a lot of grammatical errors, which is something that I don't care about, by the way. Overall, it is a compre comprehensive summary of practical exercise you can do without reading whole background of stoicism. Edit, I got an email from the author regarding his experience with publishing the first version. He would be updating it to correct the errors. Yes, you know, there, there's just gonna be some errors, like what I learned. I have already blocked news and quit and quick entertainment websites. The major lessons for me is about the impermanence of our life. We live most of our life sleepwalking. I tried, tried voluntary discomfort by sleeping on a yoga mat. It is astonishing how used we get to the stuff. Which is, by the way, also something that the Stoics are trying to do. Um, living on just the lowest level you can sometimes, you know, not your whole entire life long, but for, let's say, a week or two weeks or whatever it might be, um, which is like, okay, I'm gonna eat plain fucking oatmeal for a week just because I do not want to be so bound to the good quote-unquote meals and to the amazing ones and whatnot. I think it is an amazing thing to do, you know, sleeping on a yoga mat from time to time just because it feels different, just because it's not going to be as nice as just sleeping in your soft and cuddling beds and whatnot, I don't know, <laughs> but still. I have adopted minimalistic lifestyle in terms of content consumption, some points like the 40th one, Nobody errors on purpose resonates with attribution error, which I learned in psychology course. I like the viewpoint for handling insults by imagining that person as an immature child. And as like, okay, if somebody is insulting you, first of all, they don't have full context, which means that they don't really know who you are and all those things, because nobody does, because nobody's in your brain, because nobody has full context over your life, what you have been going through what you have been thinking about your whole life long, like there's so, so many and so much things that people lack of and still they're gonna insult you and still they're gonna judge you and still they're gonna just say things to you which are not gonna be right and which are not gonna be the truth. But you know that, which is the funny thing. And like the summary is pretty long, so maybe you go through it if you're willing to. It's actually like every point, I guess, count your blessings. Marcus reminds us here of three things. Material things are not important. Don't gather and hoard that stuff. Be grateful for what for all you have and be careful not to get attached to those things. Like they are all amazing. Let's go through another one. Avoid rashness. Test your impressions. We are naturally evolved to feel good. When you, whenever you are acting solely based on emotional reaction, what a little and ask if the impression is really true. And another one. Find your own faults. Study your own mistakes. There are plenty of them. Don't write people for erroring. We all have bad moments. We all have. We all have. But there's something else that might be important before going through the book. Uh, the little book of Stoicism is divided into two parts. The first, what is Stoicism, introduces the reader to the theory of Stoic philosophy and psychology. The second part contains 55 Stoic practices for self-improvement. The part one includes chapters on uh, the promise or goal of Stoicism, the history and uh, of philosophy and all those things. And part two consists of these 55 things. And that's actually a quote. As the Roman Emperor Marcus certainly had more power than we have, and his actions had a bigger impact than yours and mine, yet even the most powerful man on earth at the time reminded himself to be satisfied with even the small step forward and regard the outcome as a small thing. Which is amazing if you think about it. My ultimate aim of this direct and straightforward approach to Stoicism is to help you live a better life. I believe we all become a little wise and happier by practicing this wonderful philosophy. And I think just to, to this is by the way also going to be linked down in the description to maybe kind of uh, just end this episode there on the 30 minute mark actually, quite long, 
but I'm gonna edit it. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be amazing. Um, I think it is an amazing philosophy, and I've been going through so many different Stoicism uh, articles, related things, and I've been talking about a lot about Stoicism on this podcast. So if you're interested, uh, please look the things up. You're gonna find quite a lot of things and quite a lot of interesting and important things. And I've also recently been talking about Stoicism quite a lot and uh, really important and interesting topics and quite good, quite amazing. I've liked it myself as well. But still, I think a lot of things are pretty good, but I wouldn't necessarily say that all things are good, that uh, Stoicism is talking about some things, I am going to be like, okay, not sure, not quite sure. But of course, like, it depends, you know, you're having a different opinion than I'm having, and so forth and so on. Or vice versa, not quite sure. <laughs> but I wish you the best health of happiness and all success, and I also hope that you are going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy, which basically means just being a nice person and being remembered as a nice person. Three other questions that are hopefully going to show you your purpose are, why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? And with that being said, I'll hopefully see you the next time. So please consider subscribing and rating the podcast and the YouTube video, and I'm going to see you the next time.